0: Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast and today we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. Uh, We're going to be talking about this upcoming week of football, the last week of the regular season actually. And uh, the first point I want to touch on is Baker Mayfield and his four interceptions, which should have been five. Um, I just watched his interview and he said that the interceptions he threw were uncharacteristic and just to be blatant and obvious here that is very characteristic of Baker Mayfield um since he's been in the league he's thrown the most interceptions of a quarterback when entering the league um and i think that that that's that's not a good sign for um for the browns and the browns they have a really good team they have a really good o line uh really good well decent receivers i'll say and their defense has been exceptional all season. Um, with uh, the upcoming week here, I just want to talk about a few of the games. And we're going to talk about the Chiefs and the Bengals first. Um, for the Chiefs, on the injury list is Travis Kelsey, Nick Bolton, Lucas Niang, Clyde edwards Ilair, Tyron Matthew, Rashad Fenton. They're all questionable although the Chiefs are on an eight-game win streak, which is kind of impressive. Um, and I think a lot of people at the start of the season, they were really doubting the Chiefs, and that definitely was completely wrong. And with me, um, a lot of people were saying the same thing about Alabama. At the start of their season, you know, they just didn't look like the same Alabama team, and that's that's fair to say. But... People were saying they're out of the playoffs, um Georgia's gonna destroy them. Uh it's just and a lot of different stuff that they said. And you look at the Chiefs and it's it's kind of the same thing. They you know, they've been dominating the past two or three years since Mahomes has become such a incredible quarterback. Um and this year everybody was just saying that they've been figured out, um that Tyreek wasn't the same and that's that's fair to say, because if you look at it, Tyreek has been targeted the most in his career, actually, this year. Which also says a little something about the Chiefs offense, but I'll touch on that in a second. Um, Tyreek Hill has dropped 42 passes, and obviously, all of those aren't drops. And that's understandable to say they're not all drops. You know, Some of them are overthrows or thrown too high. Don't too low, don't behind, and that's Patrick Mahomes. But I've watched a handful of Chiefs games this year, and in almost every game, Tyreek drops a pass, and that's crazy to me. He is fifth in yards for receivers, though that is impressive. Um, it's just it's it's kind of shocking that Tyreek has. He's kind of fallen off this year and that's not me saying that definitively because this upcoming week um, he could have the best game of his se- best game of the season. Um, for Mahomes though, he is fifth in passing yards and a shocking thing about Patrick Mahomes, he's tied for fourth for most interceptions. And a lot of people say, you know, his fundamentals are off. Um, he didn't see in the defense the same. And that's understandable to say. But Drew Brees, I have an interesting stat here. Drew Brees threw 22 interceptions in a season. And when people think about Drew Brees, what do you think? Hall of Fame quarterback, um, great quarterback. He didn't really have an arm, but he did throw 22 interceptions in a season. And Mahomes is at... 14, I believe, that's that's an estimate, I'm not sure if that's correct, but um, as far as the Chiefs offense goes, you know, Patty Mahomes, as I said a second ago, is fifth most in passing, um, and you look at the running back play, Clyde Edwards, who was out a little bit at the start of the season, if I remember correctly, he's currently 36th in the league for rushing yards, He's 39th in attempts and tied for 29th with three touchdowns. And that really says a lot about what the Chiefs do in the Red zone. Um Chiefs, obviously, as everyone knows, is a most dominantly passing team. But Andy Reid has done a good job. And Andy Reid is a future Hall of Fame coach. No doubt in my mind. Absolute Hall of Famer. And... Um, you know, you look at their offense, and I think Clyde edwards letter needs more touches. 39 attempts that I don't think that's going to get them very far. And then you look at the um, Bengals here, and with their injuries and questionables, we have Logan Wilson, Fred Johnson, Khalid Kareem, and Cam Sampson are all questionable. Darius Phillips and DJ Ritter are out. Um and I don't think that those injuries besides Auden Tate Auden Tate is gonna be a big, big is a big piece in their offense. Um but Joe Burber, he has had a interesting start to his career. Um he has been electric for his career. Um he had five hundred and twenty six in this past uh, game that he played uh, this week, this week, past, past weekend, Um, um and currently in the league, as he is a, he is a sophomore, sophomore, I believe. My yeah, he's a sophomore, I think. I think. And, Joe and Joe Burrow, uh, well, this year, he's nine hundred yards in eighth and eight, eight touchdowns. He has twenty-six he has eight touchdowns, eight and he is he tied is high for thirty. 30 he has 14% perceptions. But well, the reason, one, all, the that, all that said, the and, um, all Joe Burjo has an amazing season six career. And the Bingo East has a has really, 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 really good young, young one with, with uh, uh, Jamar Chase. Chase, Chase I'm talking about the sex, He digs in Hollywood. Boy, Joe Nixon, who's 25. I do, I do not think, think that, they that they are a artisan contender at all this year. They're not year. even in the conversation. But within well, the, the coming years, years, I I think think years, years, I definitely think years, that they, they might they get there. They they you know, they um, um, they're a really they're good really young good team. They're going to figure out some of the intangibles. As far as they're on as I said, Joe Burrow, not in the hard days of touchdowns, Joe Mix is third. Russian reference set seven attempts and second second temps. Temps. It has, it 12 has twelve touchdowns, touchdowns. So him, him being the be third third or most of in the in the in the, in the uh, player player pool. And and, and, and Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase is one of the more, more talking about second second. Jamar Chase, Chase. He, is he is nine percent receptions. Uh, uh, he he is, is third touch touchdowns. he has the second no no average, average, you change and and that really, that really tells, tells you what you're is is after after you missed ball and when the player, like player that that, like that you want want to get on, whether it's under the or quite a little slam, or a go or a go, uh, 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 you, you, you want to get on all. And and Joe Burrow always always done a great great job. So so season season um, um, um with Joe and Joe Mixon he's six and ten attempts and that that tells you something about the big big and it's the fire game game. I would like, I would to, like say to say that she she continue, continue their role with wins as a seven seven game. history history. Um, um um and and I think that Patrick, Patrick, Patrick On Mullins is gonna, gonna is gonna the have a really really good game. This this, this is this is a lot of staying in game for the big for the for the hood. Chiefs Chiefs. they play that's like Pittsburgh. Come on, come on, they play Pets like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I'm talking, talking about, about it later on the cast, here. It's cold, back. Oh, my, these Receive, receive, and he's better, better, safer. Um, um, uh, you know, that Johnson, not he he really has. Season. Season. Really he has. has. And, um, um, as far as being, being, you gotta, you gotta him get him out. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not keeping, he's not, he's not even worth in the back, and that's just. I think I think, I think I think he roll needs to to get out of uh the hard bottom line. But um I think actually the Chiefs, Chiefs are, de- are definitely gonna go away with, with the win the win in this in this game game. Uh, 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 I think that uh, the Bengals the I think the, the the bing, the bingles, I think, uh, think the Runner run the Bottom really, really, ball really well in this, in this game. really, 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 really well. Really well. And then moving, moving on, and on, let's talk about, about the Raiders, Raiders, Raiders and, the, and the Colts, and this is, this is, interesting this is an interesting um, game. Um, the Raiders, as far the as their injuries, 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 these are really big really really injuries. Darren Walsh, Darren they Darren Carr, is questionable. Is there a very many AJ Browns are both out? Casey Hayward is out. John Jonathan Abrams is out for, for the, the, Raiders. Raiders. the Raiders. The Raiders although, uh, although um, all these all these injuries, injuries they, they did break the process last, last week. And they're two minutes any win Now as now far as far as, far as, as the Raiders losses, I haven't really watched them this year this year but I know they have fallen off since the incident. Which is which is very unfortunate and prayers out to that to that poor woman's family. Also also prayers out to Henry. Henry loses his him, but, but um, mm-hmm. moving on. Derek Derek Carr has had, had a really good season, season a lot of a lot season. Of not a lot of lot people of saw coming. Um, um he's, he's second in passing, and passing yards, and and he's he's tied 12th with 19 touchdowns, and he's tied 19th with 19th with 11 interceptions. Um, Derek Carr this season, obviously he's. Hit a, little, hit a little bit of a roadblock after, after, after uh, Henry uh, the Henry Ruggs incident as far as taxing game, game and everything like that, but, but, but it's really important to, to look at Derek, Derek, Derek Carr's H, age here. Derek, Derek, Derek Carr, H, here. Derek 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 Carr um, he's been in the league a few years few and, years, and uh, uh, I mean, he, no, uh, no, no one saw his coming, he he didn't, he didn't, didn't really have that, have that great of development. Um, I mean, he was underrated. Do not get me wrong. And Derek uh, Carr, he's always gonna average quarterback to me. But besides that, this is a this is a really important pointer here as far as their Raiders' offense. Um, Josh Jacobs, he's tied 22nd in attempts, and he's last in rushing yards. He's tied, he's tied 12th at seven touchdowns, last in rushing yards, and that, there's a lot of components to that, um, you can, you can look at the Raiders' O-line, you can, you can look at how their offense is ran, um, and for them to be able to beat the Colts, Josh, Josh Jacobs has, has to get some more attempts in, I mean, it's... I think Josh Jacobs, personally, is a really good running back in this league, and he has the potential to be a top five running back in this league. But 22 attempts and lasting rushing yards is not going to get him anywhere, anywhere close to the top of the running back leaderboards. And it's, it's, it's really telling, it's really telling that... They don't necessarily like Josh Jacobs in the offense. Maybe he isn't a good fit for the Raiders. I think he is. I mean, he had a good rookie year. Um, and with the leading receiver for the Raiders, uh, this, is, this kind of surprised me. Although, obviously, Henry Rose is gone. But the leading receiver for the Raiders is Hunter Renfro. He had a really, really, really good college career at Clemson. Uh, I'm an Alabama fan, and, you know, Josh Jacobs, I mean, not Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. he really, really just made amazing plays for the Clemson Tigers. Um, Let's get to his stats here. He's the leading receiver for the Raiders, as I just said. With nine hundred nine yards, he's nineteenth in the league. Five touchdowns, he's tied twenty eighth in the league, and eighty nine receptions, and that is tied sixth in the league. And that that's that's just really it's really good for a guy that no one really saw doing anything out of college. Uh, um, he he didn't he he's surprising, and a lot about this Raiders team is surprising. Besides Darren Waller. I mean, Darren Waller is, he he's a top three tight end in, uh, in this league, but he's going to be out. And it's the same thing with the Travis Kelsey situ- situation uh, in Kansas City. That tight end is a major focal point in their offense. Um, and it's going to be really hard for the Raiders to come out with a win here, considering, um, you know, they're they're not really doing that great in the past game since Henry Ruggs has uh I guess you could say retired from the league. Um but let's move on to the Colts here and this I think the Raiders are gonna win this game. Even though I just said it's gonna be hard for them, I do think they're gonna win because of this injury. Carson Wentz is out for the Colts. And with Carson Wentz being out, Jacob Eason is going to start, and to put it in simple terms, he's a bum. Um, Jacob Eason, he's probably not going to do anything that is extraordinary or sports center worthy. Uh, Ryan Kelly is also out. That is a former Alabama player, and in this league, in the NFL, he has transformed into one of the best offensive linemen. Uh, as far as the Colts passing game, along with Carson Wentz being out, we have Paris Campbell being out, and for the running game, we have Marlon Mack being out. Uh, I didn't, I was not, I was not able to gather any stats for Jacob Eason, but I can promise you that they are probably not worthy to talk about, but with the Colts having Jonathan Taylor on the team, um... MVP candidate, um, he he's he's a stud, you know. Jonathan Taylor's a stud. Uh, I think that without a doubt, they're going to feed the ball to Jonathan Taylor, and that's just only going to help his stats as he's first in attempts, first in yards, and first in touchdowns, and that that's extraordinary for a running back of his caliber. Um, in my opinion, without a doubt. Derrick Henry is out. Derrick Henry's still out, but Jonathan Taylor. Him and him and him and Derrick Henry, they they're pretty close in skill, in my opinion. Derrick Henry's a lot bigger of a back. But Jonathan Taylor's also a big back with a lot of speed and a lot of agility. Um moving on to the passing game for the Colts, Michael Pittman Jr. is their top receiver. He is 16th in interceptions, 15th in yards, and he's tied 28th in touchdowns with only five. And in week 17 of the NFL, if you're a receiver with five touchdowns, um, that's that's not too good. And we're just going to move on from this game. Uh, with the, all that being said, I do think the Colts are going to win. The next game that I want to talk about here is the Broncos and the Chargers. And this is another game with a major injury. Um, A few major injuries, actually. So, for the Broncos, Teddy Ridgewater is questionable. And if Teddy can't start, obviously, Drew Locke will. Um, I I assume. And just just a uh, heads up here, all of these injuries are... Current as of Wednesday, December 29th twenty twenty one. Those are the current injury. All these injuries are current. Uh, this is Wednesday, so on Sunday, all these COVID protocols and injuries might they might just be gone. Um, but moving on from that, uh, along with Teddy Bro- Teddy Bridgewater being questionable, Mike Purcell is out and Kenny Young is questionable and Bridgewater this season is 18th in yards he's tied 16th in touchdowns and he's thrown seven interceptions which is tied for the 6th best in the league and with a quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater um you know what you get you know you get a quarterback that can stretch it out a little bit he's a little mobile um but besides any of that he he's not going to go out there And he's not going to give you a 400-yard game. Okay. Everybody knows that. Um, As far as the Broncos run game, Javante Williams, who is the rookie, is 14th in rushing attempts, 9th in yards, and he's tied 29th with three touchdowns. And Javante Williams, I didn't really hear of him coming out of college. Uh, I I don't even know what college he went to, to be honest with you. And... I would say for his rookie season, being a rookie that no one really expected to be such a star um, so early, he's done really good. Uh, now he's ninth in yards. Now the touchdowns are slacking a little bit, but besides that, um, he's done really good. Really, really good for a rookie. Uh, and now we have Cortland Sutton. And in my opinion, this guy is kind of underrated. He's been in the league a good bit of years. Um, I think he's 25, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, But besides all that, uh, he's tied for 50th in receptions. And for him to be the top receiver for the Broncos, that has to change. Um, 40th in yards, and he's tied 84th. With in touchdowns with two, that, that's that's not good. That is not good for a top receiver to be doing that. Um, and to be honest, I'm not really sure how the Broncos have been scoring points. Um, you look at uh, you look at the the re, the running game and the receivers. I mean. Coilin Sutton, two touchdowns. Javante Williams, three. I mean, how are they scoring points? Uh, The Broncos' defense with Justin Simmons, uh, really good defense. Really, really good defense. But I think with injuries in the Chargers, it makes for a really good game because these injuries are key injuries. Uh, The Chargers, Derwin James is questionable. Mike Williams, who is their second best receiver, and Chris Harris Jr. are out. Okay, But besides all of that, let's talk about Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, um, it's amazing what he's done. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. He's 2nd in passing yards, 4th in touchdowns, and he's tied 28th with 14 interceptions. Now, those interceptions aren't necessarily good. Those interceptions, I mean, he's tied for, what, 4th worst in the league? If you go by team number, um, obviously there's been more than 32 uh, quarterbacks played this year because of injury and COVID and all that. But that's still bad. But besides all that, he kind of has some Brett Favre in him. Uh, You know, second passing yards, fourth in touchdowns. He has 33 touchdowns, by the way. But he's tied for 28th with 14 interceptions. 14 is kind of high. I mean, I don't... I think Tom Brady recorded 14 two or three times in his entire career. And obviously Justin Herbert is nothing like Tom Brady. Uh, He's kind of in a Patrick Mahomes situation, uh, in my opinion. Kind of a Patrick Mahomes situation. You know, with uh, interceptions being kind of reckless with the ball. So we're going to move on to the Chargers run game here. Austin Eckler, who has, in my opinion, been kind of kind of a stud this year uh, some games he didn't really do much but in a lot of games he he kind of did uh, and there's really good balance with the Chargers offense and I, I say that why because Austin Eckler is 17th in attempts 17th in attempts you gotta think there's a lot of running backs that touch the ball in this league a lot of running backs and 17th in attempts that's up there especially with a quarterback that airs the ball out and gets the ball downfield. Um, that just shows you that they have really good balance in their offense. And uh he's twelfth in yards, tied fifth, uh with ten touchdowns. Um and he's done good this year. You know, um Austin Eckler he 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 really surprised me. I didn't really I didn't really know a lot about him, um until this year. Uh, I knew he was a good running back. I knew he was decent. Uh, but in my opinion, Austin Eckler, top five uh, running back in this league. And that's saying a lot because you, you, know, you have Derrick Henry, Saquon, Ezekiel, uh, all these great running backs. Um, but the Chargers pass game, as I just mentioned, you know, they aired out. Uh, Keenan Allen, he's tied six in receptions. He's 13th in yards, but he's tied for thirty first in touchdowns, and once again, same thing with the Broncos, your top receiver has to be higher than thirty first in touchdowns i mean that's <laughs> that's bad, you know um he's being the top receiver, and he's been a top receiver for the past few years, but thirty first in touchdowns I don't know that's just that's that's kind of a stretch uh but for the Broncos and Chargers game, um, I'm gonna say that the Chargers pull it out uh, pretty handedly. I'd say, you um, know, all the injuries that the Chargers have—Derwin James, Mike Williams, Chris Harris Jr. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. is a top, still a top corner in this league. But besides all that, I think the Chargers got it. You know, I don't. I think Justin Herbert, as special as he is, he's gonna go out there and he's gonna prove that the Chargers are in that Super Bowl bubble. Um, you know, they're in the bubble for possibly being a Super Bowl contender. They're going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to go decently deep in the playoffs. Uh, but I think the Chargers are all going to pull away with that win, um, pretty handedly, I'd say. So next we're going to move on to the Cardinals and the Cowboys. And with this game... Um, there's a lot of inju a lot of big injuries again with the Cardinals. Cardinals have been kind of they've been struck by injuries and since Kyler Murray came back, uh, you can say all you want, but they hadn't been different. You know, they they just lost a game. Um and it was a game they shouldn't have lost. Uh but with the Cardinals their injuries are D Hop, uh Marco Wilson's questionable. Uh, Bashad Breeland, Jordan Phillips, Rondell Moore, and James Conner are all questionable. And if James Conner does not play in this game, that's going to be a big hit to this offense. Uh DeHop being out is also a major hit to this offense. He's a top receiver. You know, uh, top receiver, no doubt. But uh, as far as Kyler Murray's stats here, he's 14th in yards, 11th in touchdowns, and 13th with interceptions, with 10 interceptions. Um, and this season, Kyler Murray, earlier in the season, he he, he was an MVP candidate. Uh, he really came out strong out of the gates. Uh, you know, he was like secretary, you know. Uh, he was just pushing on. And uh, he's kind of slacked off, 14th in yards, 11th in touchdowns. Uh, but he has a really good interception ratio, uh, with only 10 interceptions. That's, that's really good considering how much he throws the ball. And I would say that's about average for a quarterback. And, uh, next year, I think if Kyler cleans up some of the mistakes he has, he, he might be MVP, uh. But also with James Conner being questionable, we're going to take a look at how big of an impact James Conner has on this offense. He's ninth in attempts, twentieth in yards, and second in touchdowns. Ninth in attempts and second in second in touchdowns. That's really what I want want to key in on here. Uh, Ninth in attempts. That tells you a lot about their offense. That tells you that they run the, give the ball to James Conner let him get some yards and then air it out with Kyler or read option with Kyler Murray you know um and i think that that's a really key point here with James Conner possibly being out um that's that's really going to affect this Cardinals offense and against this is a bad week for it to happen against the Cowboys um uh, as far as the receiving for the Cardinals Christian Kirk is their leading receiver with 20, he's 20th in interceptions, he's 23rd in yards and he's tied for 28th in touchdowns. Um, I don't really know what to say about Christian Kirk being their leading receiver. Uh, DeHop has been out. And Christian Kirk is their speed guy. Even though D Hop is a unguardable machine, I mean he's up there with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is better, but he's up there with Devontae Adams. Uh this is a big game. Big game here for the Cowboys. The Cowboys really need to prove themselves. They still have to prove themselves because Dak Prescott, um, in my opinion, he wasn't worth the money that he got. He was not, uh, as far as the Cowboys' injuries, they really only have one major injury, and it's Tyron Smith. He's their offensive, one of their offensive tackles, and he's questionable, so he still might play. Um. As far as Dak Prescott, all all of what I just said. Keys in on, keys into this. Dak Prescott's ninth in passing yards, twenty ninth in touchdowns, and he's tied thirteenth with ten interceptions. Um, he's tied with Kyler with interceptions and you look at Kyler Murray's season and you look at Dak Prescott's season. In your opinion, just think about this, who has had a more electric season? Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott? And you immediately want to say Dad you would immediately want to say Kyler Murray. But Dak is has more pass yards than him. Um he don't he does not have as many touchdowns though. Um interceptions, they're tied, you know, I I as I just said, but Dak prescott he was he was not worth the money at all um at all he was not worth the money i don't think that the cowboys really thought about it you know there was a lot of pressure um jerry jones he he's a interesting gm uh or owner not gm owner he's an interesting owner uh just the way that he butts in on the franchise And you look at Dak Prescott's stats, and you say, he hadn't really done that much this season as far as getting the ball in the end zone. And, yeah, okay, that's true. But then you look at Ezekiel Elliott's stats. He's seventh in attempts, seventh in yards, and he's tied fifth for touchdowns. And that really gives you a clue as to why Dak Prescott doesn't have that many touchdowns. Because in the red zone, obviously... They give it to Ezekiel Elliott and let him power that ball in. Um, But all these guys are young. All these guys have mistakes that are very, very fixable. Very fixable. Um, We're going to move to C.D. Lamb here. Uh, He is tied 18th in receptions. He's 16th in yards, and he's 20th. He's tied 20th with six touchdowns. Um, C.D. Lamb, he... He's a He's a. He's he's a really good receiver. He's he's up there with Justin Jefferson, and Justin Jefferson has made some special plays this year, and he's a special receiver, special footwork. Same thing with Ceedee Lamb. Ceedee Lamb is he's a generational talent. Um, that's all there is to say about it. Uh, you know he made the Pro Bowl this year recently. Uh, you know they released that uh, the players that made the Pro Bowl, and Ceedee Lamb made it. I'm. Justin Jefferson made it. I'm sorry, Justin Jefferson made it to the Pro Bowl, but um. And 18th in receptions, uh, that just shows that Dak really moves the ball around. Uh, Amari Cooper, who it was supposed to be the number one receiver on this team, but obviously he's not. C.D. Lamb is, um, and I think that that's been a point of conflict between the two even though they haven't really let people know about it, that is a point of conflict. But um, all of that being said, all the injuries, um, all the injuries uh, being thought about here, I think that the Cowboys are going to win this. And you say that the Cardinals are special and that they... They need a bounce-back game, and they need to prove themselves that they are one of the top teams in the league, and you're exactly right. Completely agree with you, but they're not going to win this game. Cardinals, they've been on a losing streak here lately uh, since Kyler Murray and DeHop came back. DeHop is now out, obviously, but could they both came back. Um, Kyler hadn't been the same. As I said a second ago, Kyler has not been the same, and you can say what you want about it, but he hasn't. Um, so i think the cowboys are going to win this in a close game i'm going to predict 27 24. um that's my prediction for this game so now we're going to move on to the rams and the ravens and this is also a big game a uh, really big game as far as the rams um cam Akers, the running back that tore his acl earlier in the season um he's questionable for this game. He's questionable. I think he tore it in week five and it's now week seventeen and he might be coming back for the playoffs. Okay. That's a that's a big thing. Um this is a big game for the Ravens. Really big game. Uh they they are riddled with injuries though, and I we'll get to that in a little bit. Um as far as Odell. Odell moved from the Browns. To the Rams. Everyone knows that. And his first game with the Rams, it was like it's the same OBJ. uh, His dad was wrong. You know? And now it's really looking like his dad was exactly right. Because in six games, Odell Beckham has 248 yards and four touchdowns. 248 yards in six games. Uh, He's had a touchdown in the past three games that I can remember. I don't have the stat on that, but uh, he's been scoring in almost every game the past few. Um, We're going to get to the Rams pass game here. Matt Stafford is fourth in yards. He's second in touchdowns, and he's tied 25th in interceptions with 13 interceptions, and that's really good for... uh, quarterback of his caliber and for how much they air the ball out. Okay, they air the ball out a lot. Or they did um, when they had uh, I I can't remember his name, but they they had a receiver uh, that they aired the ball out with. Um, But as far as Matt Stafford, uh, fourth and yard, second and touchdowns, that's really good as far as a season goes. Um, uh, and, And I think that Matt Stafford is going to be huge in this game. Matt Stafford has to put on in this game because according to the Ravens, no matter who they put at quarterback, they're going to score. And the Ravens also have a really good defense, so Matt Stafford has to be able to make the reads and put the ball where it needs to be put. As far as the Rams' run game here, Sony Michelle is 18th in attempts, 19th in yards, and he's tied for last in the league with three touchdowns. Um that that's that's not good you know uh, their run game 18th in attempts that I mean that's you know they they share the ball you know they they mix up the offense and that that's really good for the team Uh, you know just because if you run the ball two times in a row and get a first down and five yards you get 15 yards um, you run a play action You look down the field, Odo Beckham's wide open for a touchdown. Okay, so that that just really... Or Cooper Cup. We're going to get to him in a second, though. Cooper Cup is having a possible record-breaking season, um, if he hasn't already broke records. But uh, Cooper Cup, he's first in interceptions, first in yards, and first in touchdowns. And there's not a lot you can say about that. Um, Not a lot at all, besides that Cooper Cup is... The best receiver in the league Uh, and he's top three uh in my opinion it goes uh adams d hop and now cooper cup cooper cups moved in that into that conversation um adams is obviously unguardable there's no doubt about that he's unguardable you know you can't there's nothing you can do with him um and i don't think the rams have any major injuries that i saw um no major injuries, but as far as the Ravens, um, Lamar is questionable. Anthony Everett, Everett is questionable. And they just have a lot of small injuries like O-line, uh, a lot of defensive players, and that that's going to be hard for them to overcome because of how potent this Rams offense is. Um, and if Lamar cannot play, you know if he doesn't come back um Tyler Huntley who's gonna be the backup in the games that he's played this season he has 743 yards 68.8 completion percentage which is actually higher than Lamar's believe it or not he has three touchdowns and one pick um and Tyler Huntley's done a really really good job as far as coming in as the backup and just helping this team do what they need to do um, and just powering this team and getting them close you know they're close uh, there's, they're, in a lot of the games that Tyler Huntley's played they've been there you know um, uh, as far as Lamar Jackson he's 23rd in yards he's 21st in touchdowns tied 21st in touchdowns and he's tied 25th with 13 picks um, that's really good as far as Lamar, because we all know he's a kind of a reckless thrower, uh he's a reckless player. You know, he takes hits, uh he runs down the field and tries to get extra yards that he don't really need, you know, in some situations. Um and Lamar he leaves the team in rushing. Seven hundred and sixty yards, sixty seven yards, two touchdowns. Um and if Lamar camp cannot play, um That leaves Devontae Freeman. And Devontae Freeman's 41st in attempts, 39th in yards, and he has five touchdowns tied for 18th. And that's pretty good uh, as far as a running back that doesn't really touch the ball. You know, 41st in attempts, that's kind of uh, medium to low in the scale of running backs who touch the ball. Uh, I mean, in... There's not a lot you can say about how Devontae Freeman uh, fits into this Raven offense. Uh, Lamar, you know, Lamar's that entire team. Lamar carries the team. Uh, I mean, rushing yards lead the team. Um, It's just it's remarkable what Lamar, Lamar Jackson does for the Ravens team. And another thing that Lamar does for this Ravens team is he gets the ball to Mark Andrews, who is eighth in reception sixth in yards, and tied for six with nine touchdowns. And for a tight end, that's pretty remarkable. Um, really remarkable, actually. Uh, and that's 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 really all I can say about the Ravens. Um, as far as this game goes. I think the Rams are going to pull it out. I think Matt Stafford has a decent game. And I think if Cam Akers comes back, I think Cam Akers is going to have a pretty big game. Uh, OBJ, I think he's going to continue his touchdown streak. And uh, MVP for this year, I just want to say this really quick. MVP, all of this being said, you know, I'm talking about all of these great quarterbacks think tom's got to have it i think tom brady has to have it i mean the dude's what 44 and he's still one of the best if not the best in the game as far as quarterbacks go uh but yeah i think the rams pull this out in kind of a blowout win um i think if the rams come in with a good game plan i think that they are gonna uh think they're going to destroy this Ravens defense that is kind of riddled with injuries. Um, now we're going to move on to a big divisional game. Really big divisional game. The Browns and the Steelers. And as I mentioned at the start of this podcast, uh, Baker Mayfield. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Baker Mayfield, He. he's been terrible this season there's a lot you can say about Baker Mayfield but in the long run and everything being accounted for he's been terrible uh and he he's 24th in yards he's 20 tied for 23rd in touchdowns and he has 11 interceptions tied at 17th and you look at you know you look at his stats and you say oh those are good stats but in a lot of the times that you're reading stats you cannot judge a player based just off of their stats. You have to see how they play. And Baker, he's missing receivers. I mean, that video that Odo Beckham's dad put on Instagram, He he's right. He's right. Baker's missing receivers. Easy receivers. As far, and I'm just going to backtrack here, as far as the Browns injuries, uh, Kareem Hunt is questionable. Troy Hill and Ronnie Harrison are also questionable um and as far as the Browns pass game it's been kind of complacent this year Uh, they haven't really had any great receivers just pop up you know uh, Jarvis Landry he's done really good this year for them Um, but he's not the leading receiver um We'll get to that in a second, though. I'm going to talk about Nick Chubb here and this Browns run game. Um, Nick Chubb is eighth in attempts, third in yards, and he has eight touchdowns tied for ninth in the league. Um, And if the Browns did not have a run game, they're the Jaguars. I'm sorry. If the Browns didn't have a run game, they're the Jaguars. Simple as that. Simple. Um, But... As far as receiving, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is the leading receiver for the Browns. Uh that's really surprising to me. Uh he has twenty eight receptions, four hundred and eighty three yards and three tutties. Um that's just that's really, really surprising to me. Uh I did not really expect that. Donovan Peoples Jones, he's he's a he's a young guy. Uh he's developing still. And if he continues down this road, maybe he's a top, maybe he's a top 20 receiver, you know, in the coming years. Uh, but we're going to move on to Pittsburgh here, and Pittsburgh has a lot of problems with the team, a lot of problems. I'm a Pittsburgh fan, but they have a lot of problems uh, as far as injuries. Pat Fryermuth is questionable. Isaiah Bugs is out, and Devin Bush is also out. And they both have COVID. Um, so they might test negative in the coming days and they might be able to play. As far as the Steelers um pass game here, Big Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben. He I can I really can't even express to you through a microphone how much I dislike Big Ben as the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um He's 13th in yards, he's tied 12th in touchdowns, and he's tied 8th in interceptions. He has 8 interceptions, which is really, really good. Um, but you'll see why he only has 8 interceptions in a second, okay? We're going to get to that. Najee Harris, that's why he only has 8 interceptions. Because Najee Harris, This, this st- these stats right here surprised me because I did not notice how good of a season Najee Harris was having. Uh... He's third in attempts, fifth in yards, and he's tied fourteenth with six tutties. Um and <sighs> Najee Harris, he's 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 had a really good season. Um he really came into his own kind of about the middle of the season. Um and a lot of these Pittsburgh stats are really surprising to me. Um Deontay Johnson, he's tied ninth in receptions, tenth in yards. And he has seven touchdowns tied for 14th. And that's not what I expected to happen at all. Uh, at all. Really, just with Big Ben and his mobility and his age and just everything about Big Ben, his throw, his arm power, uh, he's fallen off the face of the earth as far as being a quarterback This worth something in this league. Uh, Big Ben, He's he's just... He's he's struggling, man. Uh, he needs to retire, in my opinion. I think he should have retired five years ago. I mean, that's my personal opinion about it. He should have retired way back. Uh, but, anyway, regardless of that, I think that... I think the Steelers are going to win this game. Uh, I think the Steelers' defense is really going to show up, and I think that they're going to cause problems for Baker Mayfield just like the Packers did last week. I mean... I don't know what it is. I do not know what it is about Baker Mayfield. But he was so overhyped coming out of college. And to be honest with you, it really made me feel good inside. I mean, that's kind of messed up to say, but it made me feel good inside to see that everyone was wrong as far as it goes with um, with um, him and is is shocking uh and just moving on from the Browns and the Steelers uh I think a lot of games this week are going to be really telling as far as how the playoffs are going to go um but besides all of that I think I've talked about everything I need to talk about uh in this episode and you know hopefully I'll see everybody come back around and listen to the next one peace